I just think that if we were more conscious about our lifestyles, about what we're doing, maybe we need to slow things down a little bit. Just, you know, let's get better food. Let's stop using these toxins to clean our hands and our bodies. Let's energize these kids to learn more in school. Let's look at what the rest of the world is doing and why we are so sick here in the United States versus what we're looking at worldwide. Maybe the information highway has just gotten too fast. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I look at it the other way around is, they say knowledge is power. Yeah. Right? You agree? It's potential power. Okay, so I say knowledge is information. Yeah. Applied knowledge is power. And it's a different way of looking at it. And some may say that I'm a little picking at straws with that. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Unlimited Power. Today, I have the pleasure of not introducing to you Jay, because what we don't do in this show is introduce people. We believe that everyone has the power to introduce themselves. Excellent. So what is this show all about? It's about motivation, inspiration, personal growth, and sharing stories of people who want to leave an impact on the universe, on the world. So that is why Jay's here. Jay, how are you doing today? I'm doing incredible, Edward. How are you? I'm doing awesome. It's been an amazing day. I've been on the move. And right now, I'm full of energy, so I'm feeling great. You know, every day I wake up, and the first thing I do is thank God that I'm not looking up at roots. And at that point, I know that I've lived my life to the fullest. Mm. You know, blessed with another day on this earth, and keep on going. Do everything you can to do the right thing. And then you, that's how you stay rooted, right? Exactly. Rooted into the ground. And so, Jay, this interview now, actually, not only do I get to ask you questions, but you get to ask me questions. I like that. So tell us a little bit more. Why don't you give us a quick introduction of yourself? Quick introduction of myself. Yes. Um, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Started that in elementary school out to Long Island, and then eventually upstate New York. And back in uh, December of 1977, I moved to Florida. And uh, my family moved down when I graduated high school in 76, so I was up there for a year and a half up in state New York. And just decided the cold weather was not for me. Yeah. And I came down to South Florida and um, trying to decide what I wanted to do. I went to school at uh, BCC for a semester. And uh, actually, three days after I arrived here, I walked into a job I didn't know I was going to be having, and that was becoming a nightclub disc jockey. And, uh, I sent you my, you know, my bio on it, but basically that part of my life came just by accident. I think that everything in my life, I don't want to say by accident, but by chance, however you want to look at it, um, everything I've done professionally in my life and personally in my life has led me to where I am today. And a lot of people sit there and go, I'm sorry I did this or sorry I did that. My attitude is that every single part of my life has been a building, has been a building block to where I am today. You mentioned personal growth and development. Yeah. And it's something that back in the 90s you heard a lot about. You don't hear a lot of people saying that now. And it really is about personal growth and development. We need to grow on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, old generation was the day you stop learning is the day you're dying. And I think nowadays with the information superhighway as it is, information coming at us like this, um, 
from the millennial generation, baby boomers, Gen S, whatever it is, and into senior citizens today, we're learning at a different pace than we did before. Yeah. And somehow or another, that's also leading us to an unhealthier lifestyle in general across the board. You see people getting sicker. We have more people with disease than ever before. You know, when I was growing up, they said that one out of every 10 adults make contract cancer. Now it's one out of every two men and one out of every three women. You know, uh, you look at diabetes, and back in the 70s, um, I think it was one out of every seven adults contracted type two adult onset diabetes. Yeah. Now it's one out of every three children under the age of 18 are contracting type two diabetes. The question is why? And I think a lot of it has to do with education. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, once again, the immediate gratification society we're in now. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, we went out, we played during the day, or after school, you went outside, and you knew when it was time to go home when the street lights turn on. Uh, now kids sit in front of their computers. Yep, all day. All day, on their phone, on their game, players, whatever. And they don't get the physical action unless they are into sports, unless they're into specific, into something. Yep. It's not a question of being into something, it's just something our bodies need, movement, yeah. on yeah. a daily basis. Um, we have all this fast food. I was just having a conversation this morning with a friend of mine um, just about how people eat. And I remember when McDonald's brought out the quarter pounder. Yeah. And people would sit there and say, God, I'm like, how can anyone eat that? Now they have double and triple quarter pounders. And uh, it's amazing the amount of food that we need to get the substance we need. It's burger murder. Burger murder is a good way to put We're it. We're in a burger murder society. I'm going to have to use that line, actually. <laughs> Um, but I remember, if you look at your average dinner dish, yes. it's a 10-inch plate, and usually there's an inch and a half rim on the side of it, okay? And in the middle, that meant there was seven inches of actual space for the food. Mm -hmm. And you'd have an area for your meat if you were, yeah. you know, ate your meat, and your vegetables, and your starch. Yeah. Nowadays, it's pile it on, then pile it on some more. We, were, we had a hard time finishing a meal. Yeah. So the question is why, and the answer is that we're not getting the nutrients and everything we need because people aren't living green. So it tends to term live green. Yeah. It's a company that I uh, chose to um, market for about a year and a half ago. And it's funny, I look at my life and the things that I've done, and it's, you found out today, uh, I'm in the Legends of Vinyl Disc Jockeys Hall of Fame. Yeah, so it's a and that was a building block for me because I lived through the quote-unquote Miami Vice era, through the days when it wasn't exactly what you would call a clean lifestyle down here. But I drank a lot of water, I ate properly throughout it, and I came through it very well. Um, growing up as a kid, my parents taught me how to take care of a vegetable garden, mm. how to cook, and how to sustain the body. Nowadays, Kids look at vegetables as if they're something that come, should come out of a vending machine. Yeah. Instead of enjoying what we have, you know, you look at fruits and vegetables. There used to be something I used to talk about called the signatures of nature, and how God actually put each food in a certain way that we knew what it was good for. If you looked at a walnut, and you took it and it's got a hard shell, like your skull, you crack it, crack it open. 
got two lobes like your brain, left and right. It's got a stem like the spine. And you think God knew what he was doing. Take a carrot and you slice it this way and it's got a pupil, it's got a yeah. retina, it's got radiating lines. We know carrots are good for your eyes with the beta carotene. Yeah. Um, tomatoes. Yeah. They look like your heart. Yeah. You slice them in half, they look like you have all the chambers in the heart. High in lycopene. Lycopene is good for your heart. Yeah. You God knew what he was doing. You can go through the whole body. Yeah. And so this is the stuff that I learned as a kid of eating different things that were good for you. I was an athlete, my parents made me eat bananas. Thick skin, muscle underneath, didn't know about potassium or anything like that. They just knew that it was good for athletes. That's what they were told by their parents. Wow, that's a good way to put it. It seems like nature is creating art and then giving us hints to what they are. And then we're like, oh, we don't want, we don't want, we don't want. Well, because we have I hate to say big business, um, nothing wrong with big business yeah. per se, unless we're allowing the profits to come over the people. Yeah. And when we look at companies like Monsanto, uh, which they developed this thing called Roundup, which was developed from something called Agent Orange, which we know Agent Orange is bad because of all the you know, problems that the chemical caused. And Roundup was sprayed on all our foods. And we use genetically modified seed in the United States, which is not allowed anywhere else in the world just about. Most civilized countries have banned it. They're burning fields that were grown with it because it's toxic for our bodies. Yeah. Our bodies don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So I've just really taken this holistic view mm -hmm. of everything. Of life. Of life. And I try to touch people on a daily basis and show them how they can make their lives better. Yeah, so living the best possible life that you have. And in the Western society, it's just that we're we're always about consuming more things, you know. So do you think that it's our Western views and culture beliefs that's really getting us in this deep, unhealthy epidemic? I do. I think that everyone wants things faster. We don't sit down at the dining room table anymore. Yeah. You know, I remember as a family, if we didn't all get together for breakfast, which we did on the weekends, then dinner was done as a family at the table. And it wasn't rushed through it. You sat there at the table until everyone was done eating. We yeah. had a conversation. Yeah. We talked about life. We talked about days in school. We talked about my parents' business. And when you look at the breakdown in the family unit in the United States, okay, um, I think a lot of it is communication. And we communicate about food and about health and nutrition as well. We've allowed ourselves to become very toxified in what we do. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about in life in general, so let's bring it closer to what I do now with the company called yeah, Live Green yeah, that I market yeah. for. Tell me about that. So Live Green has taken a very holistic look at things. So we take all the brands that people wish they could buy at an inexpensive price, but unfortunately where they've been purchasing it before is too expensive. So a great example is we all know the brand Tide. Yeah. Okay. There's not, it's all chemicals. So what happens is we wash our clothes with it. We wear the clothes, we sleep on our sheets, we use our towels that have been washed in it. And what are we doing? We're permeating chemicals in our body. Our bodies are like sponges. Our largest organ is our skin. Then you go with a different brand like, say, Sun and Earth or Seventh Generation, and it's plant-based. Okay, so there's no toxins. does the same job. Yeah. But then again, when people hear about the quote-unquote good stuff like Seventh Generation, it costs too much. So, if I can get tired at 
this amount, but it yeah. costs this much more. Maybe I should just use the Tide because it's less expensive. It's cheaper, mm -hmm. not necessarily inexpensive, and I qualify those two words very differently. Yeah. Cheap being quality, mm -hmm. inexpensive being cost. And most people just interchange the words nowadays. Mm -hmm. So if we want seventh generation, where would we get it? We would probably buy it at Whole Foods, at Fresh Market, just somewhere where it costs more. Even yeah. if you just go to Publix, we know that the natural stuff is always more expensive. Yeah and the toxic chemical stuff. So Live Green came about to even that playing field. So at Live Green, all the prices are 20 to 50% less than retail. Okay, basically wholesale pricing. We do free delivery. So free shipping, no minimum orders. And the cool thing about Live Green is with every single purchase, we plant a tree. So we're helping the earth. Our company's goal is 20 million trees by 2020. We're taking an industry that people used to going shopping and now we're doing it online because we know that's where everything's going. Once again, Tesla's electronic technology, we're gonna keep, yeah, keep like the it. earth green. So every year on Earth Day, Live Green will have another 5K. And the idea is we'll plant 25 trees per person every year for that. Once again, our membership's $99.95, just so you know. So it's just like Amazon, Costco, or BJ's, whatever. And that's a year. That's per year. We guarantee people save more than that. We give them the rest back and shopping credit for the following year. The cool thing for me is in the 15, 16 months since we first started um, working with Live Green, I've saved over $3,300. Now, I'm a single male yeah. saving that much. I mean, I'm saving about $200 a month off my grocery bills. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, living in South Florida, I also buy my hurricane supplies my website so I sit here and I look at every month what I'm buying and how much I'm saving and if I can save that much I can imagine how much a family a married family or married you know, with kids how much they could be saving and how much they could be utilizing that money for other things in their lives so www.trylivegreen.life forward slash peace we get your special deal. We change that on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. So, uh, yeah, um, my phone number, it's public. I keep, yeah. I've always had it listed. It's 954-560-5294 if you want to call me. Yeah. Um, look me up on Facebook. Look me up on Instagram. I really have nothing to hide in life, so yeah. I keep it very open. I don't really worry about things. Um, yeah, uh, my website is just full of information, which I think is a wonderful thing. Uh, if you want to get a special, quick advertisement. Yeah, go, that's, that's go from So by teaching people yeah. about going to more plant-based society, getting back to nature, getting back to our roots, as we started off with, uh, maybe, we, maybe we can make a difference a and difference. cut back on these health issues that everyone experiences. Yeah. You know, um, People talk about the flu vaccine and all that. I've never had a flu shot. I have never had the flu since I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if, if I'm I, lucky or whatever, but I believe that my immune system, system has been built by probiotics on a daily basis, not killing my natu body's natural um, functions. Functions. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we have approximately five pounds of bacteria, good bacteria in our body that helps all the organisms work properly. 
Then we use these antibacterial soaps. We eat meats that have been pumped full of antibiotics. Yeah. Uh, we eat fruits and vegetables that have been genetically modified so our bodies don't recognize what to do them on a cellular basis the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And we create sickness. Yeah. So if we go back the opposite direction, logic says that if we're living from Earth, we should be able to holistically be a healthier society. Yeah, we oftentimes we think that Earth is separate from us. True. So we become highly disconnected to the Earth because it's just this thing that I live within. But when we realize that it's actually part of us and that it's our mother, in a sense, Mother Nature. Mother Earth, Mother, Earth, mother Nature. And that it feeds us so that we can live because we came out of such Earth. So it's the concept, we're not built to learn this. Well, it's not that we're not built to learn this. We don't want to learn it because we're so consumed by what we've been marketed. We've been branded. We're, we're literally branded people. Like we see a big M, you know, but back then I think it was like the, the rings. Right. McDonald's were like, oh, I could trust that this is good the, for me. The arches. Like, this tastes Big. good. Yes. And we operate out of taste more than we operate out of like nutrition. Well, things go better with Coke. Yeah. What does Coke do for us? Well, let me think. I can't think of one positive effect Coke has on us. It has our name on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, water, yeah, something simple. You know, drinking, take your body weight divided by two, and that's how many ounces a day they say that you actually need to keep all your organs functioning properly. Yeah, but most... But, but the average person yeah, doesn't. Yeah. Most people say they can't drink water because it has not become a habit. Right. I think... I had, I had, I had issues drinking, like, water consistently. Not that I didn't drink water, but... Like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't be carrying a water bottle all the time, especially when I was playing. When I was playing sports, I had that down. But then for a while, it seemed like I wasn't. I guess I was. But <laughs> no, <laughs> no, well, think well, about no, but if you think about the average person, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Okay. And the cr craziest thing is, you think about it, that we're paying for bottled water yeah. now. When I grew up, we drank out of a water fountain. We drank out of a garden hose. We didn't worry about it. You know. Nowadays, it's like. People buy a bottle of water, they may drink half of it, they'll leave it behind and go on. So therefore, what we've done is we haven't drank the water, A. B, we've left plastic behind that's going into the trash. Yeah. Won't be going to, ref uh, to recycle because they didn't use a recycling bin. It's a holistic attitude that I've taken about life. And I'm, I guess at this point of my life, I'm very cognizant of everything that I see around me. Sometimes my sarcastic attitude may come out about it. I may sit there and make a comment to someone. It's like, dude. You're leaving that bottle behind. Mm -hmm. And they'll just take it and throw it in the garbage. And it's like, me, if I see an empty bottle of water, or let me rephrase that, a half-empty bottle of water, yeah. I'll pick it up, take it home, and water plants with it. But is it half-empty? Or, or half is it half-empty? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a totally difference about mindset. Yeah. I always look at things actually as half-full. Uh, or half-empty. I shouldn't say always, because if it's half-empty, the concept is I can refill it. Mm, there's more space for growth. Right. So, interesting. We can go really we could go, in we could go, It could go in a whole different direction here. But we're just kind of like the holistic approach to life. 
when did you decide that, listen, I have to take care of all aspects of my life? Like, and what are you doing now? Like you said, we're saying a lot of us are not growing anymore. You know, we're actually going down. So what did you do to kind of take that holistic approach to life? I would say the wake up in my life was probably the birth of my daughter 30 years ago. And uh, it actually made me think back to my childhood. Uh, the years I was as a nightclub disc jockey, I really just enjoyed life, it was fun. And I partied with the best of my life tonight. Tell me about that. Tell you about that. Yeah, give us a little backstory about Shay, the disc jockey. I can only imagine. Can you share a little piece of that experience? Well, first with of us? all, from the circle of people that were both around, yeah. most of them would never guess that I was a nightclub disc jockey back in the 70s and 80s, early 90s, known as D J A Y D J. Um, Perfect. <laughs> no DJ something, it was just DJ, and it was actually on a big neon sign behind me. Um, two years ago, I was inducted into the Legends of Vinyl Disc Jockeys Hall of Fame as an innovator in the dance music industry, you know, field. Um, I love making people happy. I guess uh, Pat Walsh, who's one of the co-owners of uh, Live Green, co-founders of Live Green, made a comment to me that he says, Jay, your whole life has been about making people happy. And yeah. I looked at him, I said, really? He says, think about it. When you were a DJ, what did you do? You made people happy. When you went to the automotive industry, you went to customer service. Why? Because you didn't like people not being happy. You made them happy. Yeah. Everything you've ever done in marketing, it's always been about health, nutrition, and what? Making people, people happy. happy. And he says, that's why you're always smiling. Yeah. That's why you're... It's contagious. It is. It is really contagious. And what I read uh, from a book, let's give you the title of the book, it's called The Art of Communication. Go check okay. it out. Is that... I'll have to put that one on my list. Yeah, it's a great one. It's, it's on YouTube for free. Really? Yeah, the audio. <laughs> that F word, four letter word. Four letters, right? R-E-E. -E. <laughs> it, it says that when we help each other suffer less, we suffer less. That when we converse... When we have a conversation, when we put, uh, pat somebody on, top, uh, on the back, when we're telling them something that's going to uplift them, we are aiming to help others suffer less. And that if we listen with intention to help other people suffer less, then we ourselves can suffer less and be happy. Well, it's one of the things you mentioned about human contact even. People are afraid of contact. Yeah. Uh, how many people would walk into a studio like this and come with their wipes and wipe everything down because they don't want... Yeah, you, I'm afraid of getting yeah. someone's germs. Yeah. Now that you got me thinking about it, I'm like, wait, I don't know this couch is looking for outside. Just kidding. No, but reality is that we had less sickness when we had more contact with people. You know? Uh, what's that comedian? Uh, Howie Mandel. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's afraid of actually shaking hands with people because he's afraid of catching something or getting sick. It's just the opposite. You know, we need to make contact with people. We need to make contact not just physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually and intellectually. It's true. So, I mean, you and I started by actually having a short conversation on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, and we've been looking forward to the time we met, which was a few weeks ago, and then eventually coming to meet here and just have this interview. And yeah, and I know you for the rest of your life. Exactly right. And you know, the other thing is, you know, when we talked about this, it was like, okay, well, we're gonna talk about just live green, mm -hmm. or we're gonna talk about life. And it was like, Jay, let's talk about, you, you said it earlier, we're just gonna talk about life and let this conversation flow because 
I have lived a very diverse life. Yeah. So getting back into the nightclub end of it for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, South Florida. Yes. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. We, in my opinion, was as much the lifestyle as what people talked about in New York City. Uh, but we had a more diverse area. Um, and it was, everyone knew about, you know, where the boys are, spring break. But year round, this was just a great area. And we had some great music. And I, got, I was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time to, uh, to have the background I did with music, being a former percussionist when I was growing up as a drummer and a singer. And I incorporated that into being a disc jockey. So knowing the beats, knowing different sounds and overlaying things that the average person wouldn't think about. When, the, when they walk into a disco, they say, well, the beat never stops, yet the music's constantly changing. That's because the disc jockey knows enough of how to integrate the beats yeah. and keep people going. Um, my style was very unique in the fact that I mixed different types of music on every night of the week. And I also spotlighted different types of music certain nights as well. So a lot of DJs were just into one sound, one beats per minute or speed of what yeah. you want to say. And me, it was a party. And every night was supposed to be that. And I wanted everyone having fun. So you had a holistic approach to music. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I used to say, life's a party, you're invited. Remember, I'm the host, and we're going to have a great time tonight. So um, it, was, uh, it was fun. And back in the Miami Vice days, back in the disco era, uh, music was constantly changing. I remember even the word disco to me, I didn't like it as much as using the term dance music because disco confined it to a certain mental mentality of it was just this sound. And what I want people to know that you can dance to it, I can play it, I can mix it, remix it, take two copies on two different turntables, sometimes using three different turntables, and create a sound and an energy in the room that people would have a good time. And then they would go home at night and they would remember it. We didn't have the internet, we had yeah. phone lists. And if I was doing something special, I would let a few people know and they would let their friends know who would let their friends know networking. Yeah. And it was an incredible time. When my daughter was born, I realized it was time to start getting out of the industry. Um, I started looking for things and I, was, I went first into customer service with the automotive industry because my father was in it yeah. and it just made an easy transition. But I was still looking for something. Um, looked into a couple of health co companies, did some marketing on the side. But the one thing I really fell into was personal growth and development. And I started listening and going to lectures and taking my daughter with me to Mark Victor Hansen, uh, Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy, Patricia Fripp. Uh, Les Brown, all, of all the public, yeah, all the, all the great speakers of that time, and so instead of just taking her to the movies, yeah, I'd actually take her to hear these speakers, and she grew up with them. And for me, I was getting a lot from them, and I still listen to this day. As a matter of fact, on the way here, I was listening to Les Brown. All the you know, He's great. It's, it's not over until I win. Yeah. You know what a great concept. You know. The problem with most people's dreams, goals, and desires is not that they aim too high and miss, but they aim too low and hit. Yeah. Shoot for the moon even if you miss, you land among the stars. So when you have a mentality that is constantly 
expanding. Let's see what else we can do. Uh, talk about quantum energies, quantum physics, and start. The more you get into it, yeah. the more you get into it. Um, living life, living life to the fullest. Green, meaning holistically. Um, I like helping others. Um, as my daughter was growing up, she was a volleyball player, and um, I was. I played basketball and soccer growing up. Didn't play volleyball except for recreational. Yeah. Um, but one day her coach walked out during a tournament. And the club director comes over to me and says, the other parents said they want you to coach the kids. Now I looked at the other parents and a lot of them played volleyball. I said, well, why don't they coach? And I said, well, your daughter's captain of the team, first of all. Secondly, you know how to motivate people. And I took a team that hadn't won a single game yeah. and they won their bracket in that tournament. And then I realized, well, that was cool. So then they said, well, we'd like you to continue doing this. First thing I did was said, okay, if you want me to do this, I need to learn not how to play, but how to coach volleyball. And fast forward through that, I did pretty good through the years. Took my yeah. kids to Junior Olympics, had a great time with it. And that was in the, you know, the 2000s before 2010, let's say. From, so I did it for 10 years. And one of the most gratifying things I get from that yeah. is fast forward later, but I get kids who contact me now, they're in their 20s, and say, Coach, I just realized the fact that uh, you weren't really coaching us about basketball. You were coaching us about life, about volleyball, sorry. Yeah. You are coaching us about life. Mm. You know? And about having fun, about no matter what you do, do it to the absolute best of your ability. Because otherwise, why do it? Yeah, why do you it? Know, how, how many times do you hear people say we did something half-assed? Yeah. Why would you not do something to the best of your ability to get the maximum result out of it? Your personal trainer. Yeah. Okay. If you had someone sit there and say, okay, you know, do 10 push-ups, and they only did five. But they could do the 10. Yeah. Why yeah, would they? You're not stopping! <laughs> <laughs> but no matter what you said, if the person themselves yeah. They didn't want to do it. They're going to stop. They were going to stop. I've seen it happen before. So the motivation part of it was you'd sit there and get them to do the 10. The personal growth and development part of it was the fact that at that point, it's understanding why that 10 mm -hmm. now becomes next time you're going to do 11, 12, 13. We're going to continue to grow through that. Got it. That's deep. You know? And so I just think that if we were more conscious about our lifestyles, about what we're doing. Maybe we need to slow things down a little bit. Maybe the information highway has just gotten too fast. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I look at it the other way around is, they say knowledge is power. Yeah. Right? You agree? It's potential power. Okay, so I say knowledge is information. Yeah. Applied knowledge is power. And it's a different way of looking at it. And some may say that I'm a little picking at straws with that, which I'm hoping the pa paper straws are not plastic straws, by the way. Um, <laughs> but really, I think that we really, as a society, we yeah. always thought about, you know, but we need to educate, educate, educate. But are we teaching them how to utilize that education as well? There's um, a lot to be done. It, there is a lot to be done. And we, we just do it little by little. Um, I think we can get on the road to hell. Yeah, I think we can. I, I, I know we will because it has, to, 
Like, we're just gonna get too advanced, had too much time on our hands, and we have to solve the issue. We're gonna be like, hey, we've earned all the money now. We, we can do it. Well, <laughs> I believe that we can do it with more people. Yeah. Um, just getting, making small changes. You know, let's get better foods. Let's stop using these toxins to clean our hands and our bodies. Let's energize these kids to learn more in school. Let's look at what the rest of the world is doing and why we are so sick here in the United States versus what we're looking at worldwide. We have the greatest country in the world here. Yeah. People come from everywhere to come here. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to, once again, go down this road of sickness or we're going to go down the road of health? It's a choice. Yeah. So I choose to live green. I choose to help others. Um, volunteerism. Know, making a difference in a positive way. And there we have it. That's totally. And you've made a difference in my life, and I hope I do the same in yours. Hey, I learned. I learned so much from you today. Like, I don't just learn. I'm gonna relearn this over and over when I edit the video too. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really awesome. I really appreciate you what you do. You know, you've given me a great overview on what you're all about. What you're like. What. Like you cleared up anything I could ever ask you. You cleared up a lot. I appreciate so that. So I appreciate you for coming on the show and sharing you being really authentically Jay. That's that's the best thing to be. Authentically Jay. Authentically I like that. Jay. I got a lot of the tagline. It just got to me. DJ yeah. in the house is what he used to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> Edward, thank you so much no for problem. having me here today, man. And thank you for tuning in to the Unlimited Power Show, ladies and gentlemen. We had an amazing time today. And you can always come back. Here and have another amazing time with me on the Unlimited Power Show. i watching this show every Wednesdays and Thursdays on YouTube. Also on OWL TV if you're in the campus of Florida Atlantic University. Nice. If you've seen this video, like and share it. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your cousin, tell your sister, tell everybody. And my closing is that you, you have the unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. You have the unlimited power to make a choice to live green. There you go. Is that right there? Right there. Oh, you said it. <laughs> all right. You have the unlimited power to make a choice to live green, to make a choice to live a better life. And I think uh, to watch this show on a weekly basis, open your mind up to a lot of people. Edward has some great people as he's interviewed along the way. And, yeah. uh, and I, don't, I don't necessarily meet, I don't go out and seek them. I just meet them. It's pretty it's just, cool. It's pretty cool. It is. Thank you once again. Thank you. Peace. Peace out. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video.